You're listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Elena, and this is episode number 234 for May 17th, 2018. Welcome to the episode where pigs might just fly. Maybe? I think they do. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, today's episode is all about our experience running flying pig uh, events, because we did several of them over the weekend. Um, flying yeah, pig in I was Cincinnati. curious how you're going to phrase that. Yeah. yeah events. I was, was going to say flying pig marathon, and I was like, wait, wait, I didn't do the marathon, and then, but we did other stuff, and yes, lots of stuff to cover. Yeah, events. So, that's going to be the entire episode today. I think that'll be uh, pretty filled up. Mm-hmm even if we're just talking about that. So, yes, let's jump straight away. I think we're going to start off kind of going over these events and going over some numbers right at the jump here. That way we can get that out of the way, but we don't want to neglect to mention that stuff because it kind of puts Race Weekend in some context. Mm-hmm. So let's mention the events that happened over this weekend. Um, well, let me start by saying this was Flying Pig's 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So that was an extra little bonus. Good. Picked a good year. We do kind of look out for anniversary years because yeah. sometimes they end up being a little bit better. It was something a little bit extra. So, yes. So, events. Lots of them um, over the weekend. Let's see. Friday night, there was a one-mile race. Mm-hmm. The Little King's Mile. Okay. Um, Saturday, there was the 10K. Mm-hmm. The 5K. Mm-hmm. There was also... The Kids Marathon, which is like the 26th mile where they, fin- they do their, their last mile... That they've been trading up for to basically complete uh, a marathon. The piglet race, which is, I think, starts off like as a diaper dash and is age staggered to be all the way up until uh, nine years of age. The flying fur run, which is a dog run, basically. Mm-hmm. So dog owners and their their dogs. can't remember the exact distance. I want to say it was about two miles, though. I think that's what you yeah. had told me. But... Yeah. And then the, the pig abilities, um, which is a non-competitive race for uh, disabled uh, athletes that want to come compete or not compete, but want to participate in an event this weekend, but not be competitive. So that was interesting as well. So that's all on Saturday. And then on Sunday was the half marathon mm-hmm. and the full marathon and the relay and the relay. Yep. Okay. So lots of events, lots of stuff going on. Um, I did really quick. Just want to give you the numbers just so you have an idea of size. Um, and these were somewhat difficult to get hold of because I actually don't have one spot where I can get the total number of numbers of numbers total number of runners um but the mile was about just shy of 3000 runners the 5k 6000 i'm kind of rounding here 10k 5600 the half marathon 12000 and the full marathon 5800 is basically the numbers um so you figure well, i mean we'll get into it but the half and full start together so that's 17000 people 18000 people at the start yeah, of that event so it's a pretty big start obviously not a small uh, event yeah and almost 2,000 or not almost almost 3,000 um, participants in the mile we think about that many people spread that's, over just one mile that's a lot of people a lot for of a people. mile yeah um, and then also on the weekend there was the challenges I guess you could say mm-hmm. or the combo of races so there was the three-way the four-way the three-way with extra cheese the four-way with extra cheese what the heck are those um, so the three-way was the if you did the 5k 10k and half Yes. I'm going to try to get all these right. Yep. The four-way was if you did the 5K, the 10K, and the full. Mm-hmm. And then three-way with extra cheese was, I should have said it differently. But you basically add the, the Little King's Mile. To what we yeah, just said. Yeah, and the four-way with extra cheese is you add the Little King's Mile to that. Yes. Yeah. So the event that we did technically was I went and did the three-way with extra cheese. You did the four-way with extra cheese. Mm-hmm. 
because we both ran the mile. We both did the 5K, 10K, and then on Sunday I did the half and you did the full. Yes, correct. Um, and just to give an idea on numbers, because I was actually super curious about this, um, the three-way was about 550 people. Three-way with extra cheese, that was 630 people. Four-way, 186 people, not too many. And the four-way with extra cheese, 440. That's interesting that which I saw a lot more people with those bibs so those numbers seem low so maybe i got the numbers wrong but that's what the website has listed so yeah it's interesting if um but those seem really low numbers for the challenges so but but it's interesting if the the if that is a true number for the the four-way mm-hmm. not with the extra cheese yeah just yeah. the four-way yeah. yeah okay so did we get all the nitty-gritty number details did i think so anything? yeah yeah okay. no and i think while well, you're mentioning that you saw a lot of uh, people with like the challenge bibs. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of the bib was like a different color right? Uh, for people doing the challenges. I just figured I'd throw that in there now. So, yeah. so it's, it's just weird because I, I saw a lot more challenge bibs than these numbers make it seem to yeah. me. But I mean, that was just my impression. So right. I often have incorrect impressions on things. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's jump into this thing. Um, we, we flew out from San Francisco Bay Area on Thursday out to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Nice, lovely direct flight. Yay. Left a little late, but what else is new? Um, and arrived Thursday night, which um, Thursday evening, afternoon, late afternoon, whatever it was, something like that. So um, pretty easy getting there. Um, I will say one thing I like about the trip is if you're flying into Cincinnati, well, technically you're flying into Kentucky, but right. if you fly into CBG, which is the airport, it's only about 10 to 15 minute, pretty easy drive to get into downtown Cincinnati, mm-hmm. which is kind of our home base for the weekend and where the all the races take place. So um, in terms of for those coming from out of town, my opinion, super easy race to go and do. You don't need a car rental or anything like that. You can just walk around once you get in there. Um, if you stay in that downtown corridor, I guess if you're not staying there, then I don't know. And I can't help you. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> there is, yeah, there's public transportation around, but we had um, no experience with it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was our Thursday, Friday morning. Um, number one priority on Friday was to hit the expo. Um, specifically, we wanted to hit the expo from 12 to 2, right? Mm-hmm. Am I getting the times correct? Yeah, because ex- the expo opened at 12 on Friday, but if to pick up the Little King's Mile bib, you had to be there from 12 to 2. Otherwise, you'd have to pick it up, I think, on site right before the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which didn't seem like the most convenient thing to do, so expo seemed like the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So we went to the expo, which we think opened a little bit early. Yeah, it seemed a like it did. Early. I don't know. We got there, I think, right at 12. Um, there was already people like coming out with other people, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we should like, have just okay. came over here earlier. But, right. Um, got into the expo, went to get our pickup stuff, um, pickup packets. I, I, I guess, obviously, we're picking up lots of bibs um, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, because we did have a separate bib for every single race, right? Right. But they were all. All of the challenge bibs were together, together, except for the Little King's Mile. So the extra cheese part, you had to pick up separately. Um, and then I had to go to Race Solutions because when I picked up my stuff, uh, I, I had mentioned I downgraded. I guess it was a couple weeks beforehand. So my packet had a marathon bib, and I said, oh, no, no, I don't want to do that. So I just went to Solutions, and um, turns out my half marathon, or I guess my correct bib was over with the half marathoners. Instead so, of with the challenge. With the challenge. Yeah. So, But no um, issue. No issue. Correct just bib. had to wait like five minutes, and then got that. Uh, after that, it was just time to kind of stroll and check out the expo. Very good-sized expo, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, uh, probably one of the first things you get to, it's uh, you get to kind of the, what do we call this, the P&G giveaway area? I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it. Uh, P&G, 
basically a big sponsor, mm-hmm. uh, Procter & Gamble, who makes tons of household stuff that yeah. we all probably buy in our way yep. in our lives. Um, and so they are, there was a nice, a nice decent sized line and you just basically hop in a line and they give you a laundry bag and then you get to fill it up with a bunch of free crap. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much so, how it goes. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know if it's worth the wait, if it's a long line. Um, but we decided, uh, you know, I said, ah, you know, whatever, jump in the line, get some free stuff, go for the full pig experience, I guess on that one. Um, pretty good merch area if you wanted to buy merch for the race weekend mm-hmm. and one cool thing i did know was they did have a booth that you could basically get your shirt printed there so mm-hmm. you can kind of pick you know the screen print that you wanted and just have it made right there in your size you so, pick what shirt you want to yeah, yeah so they didn't have to stock for those shirts specifically they didn't have to stock a million of them and be stuck with leftovers they just kind of printed them on demand mm-hmm. um did have a section with uh old race medals and, and posters shirts. and shirts. Yeah. Yeah. That's always kind of cool to see. See how it's uh, progressed over the years. Mm-hmm. I think the last race I remember seeing that at was Eugene. Um, I think. Or was it Grandma's? I don't know. I don't know. We see it a lot at CIM. They're they trying to kind of blend together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too many expos. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and then that, lots of, lots of booths. Walked around through the expo quite a bit. Checked stuff out. Lots got, more got some free freebies. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then at the the back of the expo, you had to pick up all your shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and your poster. And your poster. Yep. Which we did not bring home. Right. Couldn't pack that. That was too big. Yeah. Um, it was a cool poster. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of funny because you're leaving the expo because we're doing this, these extra cheese events with, uh, I guess, at the expo, we picked up four shirts. Yeah. Because there was, was a shirt for every separate event. So, yeah. Mile, 5K, 10K, and then the Sunday event, whether it was a half marathon or marathon. And then, yeah, and then there was the poster, which we did pick up one, thinking that we might be able to get it home, but it just didn't work out. And then blankets. Blankets. That anyone participating in the half marathon or marathon um, would get. So we picked those up as well. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. We ended up getting, I think, each two other free shirts from random booths at the expo. Oh, that's right. So I think in total we left the expo with six shirts and a blanket, six shirts each and a blanket and each um, laundry bag full of giveaway stuff and lots of random stuff. And, yeah. Um, like nutrition bars and just random stuff. Yeah. Random stuff. I mean, I almost needed to bring a friend just to help me carry all the stuff <laughs> that I left the expo, you know, that would have worked out or maybe... Maybe some, you know, a roller bag. So you love luggage. You could just throw all the stuff in there. Um, would have been helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, shirt pickup was a bit of a mess. I know when we were leaving, people were kind of like long lines and going everywhere and nowhere knew where to go to a certain degree. But yeah, it was a lot. Um, it was a lot easier when we went because it just wasn't that busy. Yeah. Um. So we just kind of walked up to each section and maybe had to wait for one or two people ahead of us. But that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But you're right. When we were leaving, there was kind of like two lines coming from different directions and kind of feeding into, I don't know, it was kind of. A little, a little chaotic mm-hmm. for shirt pickup. So, okay. um, and then uh, I guess I'll just mention now. I think the challenge participants um, get a premium gift um, every year that they, you know that they participate. Um, and I originally thought that the blanket was going to be the premium gift, but it wasn't. We actually got an email I think a couple of days before um, that the premium gift was going to be metal hangers, mm-hmm. and that they were planning to give it out at the expo, but it, they weren't going to be there in time, so they will actually mail them out to us. So that's. Something else that we would have picked up there had it been there. And um, I'm actually super glad they didn't have it at the yeah. expo because it would have been a pain in the neck to, to bring it home to, yep. along with all the other stuff. And so I'm glad I, we're getting them mailed. 
it's it's probably the one time I've ever on this podcast said like I'm so glad they didn't have what they were supposed to at the expo just to save me from having the trouble of packing it and bringing it home. Just shipping it to my house direct is much much more efficient or easier, I guess, for me. So um, added cost for the race, but um, that's on them. I don't mind. So thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, anything else we want to talk about from the expo? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. Yeah, good size. Good good size. You mm-hmm. know, it's not the size of maybe a Chicago or New York or Boston or something like that, but it's kind of in that next category right behind it. Mm-hmm. So um, I did enjoy actually walking around. Um, like I said, it was just tough to carry all the stuff. Arms are tired from holding bags and stuff. Yeah. So. Luckily, we stayed um, pretty close to the, the expo location, so it wasn't a long walk back. Yeah, basically across the street almost. Right. So that worked out very well. Yep. Um, all right, on to, I guess, the mile, mm-hmm. which was Friday evening. So, so just a few hours after going to the expo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just headed over towards the race start, a little bit of a walk. Uh, not, that, not that far of a walk. I mean, short walk. We had to walk, but um, yeah. Yeah, it so wasn't we that long of a there. walk. Um, like I said, for a mile race, 3,000 people. That's a lot of people. a chunk of people. Yep. Um, they did have um, corral assignments to kind of spread that out a bit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I don't really think it was paid, reinforced. Nobody anything, paid attention, so, I think, at enforced, all. Enforced, not reinforced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, it's basically just, hey, go run a mile. Right. Um, which is super short. Mm-hmm. Um, not far at all. Yeah. First mile that we've run, like, as a race distance. Yes. Yeah. So, so the was, exciting part is we both got PRs. Yay. So we got a one-mile PR. Um, on, a, on a complete side note, I... I you know, we've never done just a one-mile race before. There's not actually too many um, mm-hmm. one-mile races, at least here in NorCal. I mean, I know, actually know of several, but never done one. Um, after running this, I'd probably never run a one-mile race just in that. It's not like if I was like coming from home, like, oh, I'm going to drive to this race and go run a one-mile one race mile. to right. drive back home. I would just for that and nothing else, not part of a challenge, I would never do a one-mile race. Yeah, I'd only do if it was like in town that I live in. Right. <laughs> Like you can almost walk from your house. Right, right. Otherwise, you're right. I would, I would do it if it was part of like, like you're doing the mile on Saturday, and then there's something else going on on Sunday or mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So yeah. So, um, yeah. That's just an aside. One mile race is probably you know if it's not part of something else, I'll probably never do another one. So although um, it is kind of cool looking down at your GPS watch mm-hmm. and seeing like half a mile, and you're like, I'm halfway done with the race. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's just it goes by super fast. Yeah. So I mean, if you're a really fast runner, I you know. You know, I don't know, what are you throwing? A six minute mile and then, you know, you move on to eight minute mile people, ten minute miles, you know, and then, you know, eleven, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, you know, if you just walk the mile, I'm sure there's people just walking the mile and who cares? That could be fun too. Get some friends, just walk the whole thing. Yeah, but then we're looking at what, like eighteen to twenty minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, still so like it's still, oh that's yeah. nothing. So um yeah, so we ran the mile uh, immediately post race. Uh you do get uh, a a medal. Mm-hmm. Um and you do get free beer. Yeah. So thumbs two. up for that. You actually get two free beers post race. Right. I think we had tickets on our bibs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool because it's just right there. You didn't have to go to a beer booth or a beer section or right. anything like that. They were basically almost to the point of just tossing them at you, but um, pretty close to that. And one thing I was pretty excited about that I didn't realize after I grabbed the first beer was that they had non-alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was only going to use just one ticket to get a beer, but I ended up going back and using my second ticket for... Um, I think it was like some flavored sparkling water, so I was pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. They also yeah. had sodas too. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got our free drinks, and then you kind of walk up the street there, and that's kind of the 
let's call it the post-race celebration section. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little street there. At the end, they had a Skyline Chili, one of the sponsors there. We all got a free Coney. With so, cheese. With cheese. Yep. So um, we were, as we are, always pretty efficient. So got our free beers, and I went straight to the Coney line to get yeah. the Coney. Um, <laughs> so that was very quick. I know a little bit after that, it got to be a long line. But um, basically, had a Coney, had a beer. They had a few uh, tents there with sponsors giving crap away. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a few uh, food trucks on the other side of the street. Oh, that's in true. Case you wanted to purchase the pizza food. One, yeah. yeah. Um, so everybody was just kind of hanging out. The other end of the street was basically a stage where they had music um, rocking and they had um, somebody headlining. I don't know. Somebody coin. I didn't know. Coin. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of coin before. I had to look yep. up a YouTube video. Yeah, but so. they basically had music going, I think, until like 11 p.m., I mm-hmm. think it was. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I actually really, I think Friday night post mile was actually one of my favorite times of the weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. People just hanging out, because enjoying it's, the it's, night. It, it is was nice, a nice night, too. You only ran a mile. Right. So, you're not really tired. Yep. You're not that sweaty. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit, because I don't know. felt just slightly human. Yeah, a little California bit. California people. Right. Um, but yeah, you're not tired. You're fine. It's, you know, it's not, it's not late. What, t- what time was the race? We didn't even mention that. I think that, it was right? at eight, I yeah. think. Which is pretty late for a race, but it didn't right. feel late. Um, and by the way, just a random aside, I think Elite um, started at 8.30. So they had their own separate start time. So if they're being competitive. Yeah, and we didn't pay any attention to no, that at, at the all. time. Mm-hmm. So. No, we went for the beer and the conies. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, so then we just hung out and listened to some music and kind of walked around and um, went and took some pictures over here and um, just kind of chilled out. And like I said, really, really fun just kind of hanging out and um, enjoying the, the scene there. I know... Uh, if you hung around till late, I don't know, it must have been around 11, maybe, I don't know, I could be totally crazy on the time. Um, if you were out, you saw fireworks, because there was a Reds game. Um, and which they is had, also very close to... Which is right there. Everything. Um, and so, you got entertained with some fireworks at the end of the night. If you had already gone back to your hotel, you could have just opened your hotel window and watched the fireworks there, probably. So, mm-hmm. um, worked out. So, fun evening. Um, big thumbs up to to Friday night. I actually really, really kind of dug that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a much a more elaborate celebration than I would have expected for probably any of the events, mm-hmm. honestly, but especially for like a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll circle around that maybe okay. at the end too. All right. Uh, so <laughs> Saturday, on to more races. So we had the 10K first. Mm-hmm. And then it was going to be followed by the 5K. So the 10K was an 8 a.m. start, mm-hmm. and the 5K was a 10 a.m. start. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the nice thing is it's it's not that early to wake up. So right. if you were out post-mile on Friday having some drinks and having some fun, it's not like you had to worry about getting up super early in the morning or anything like that. So 8 a.m. is a pretty nice start. Um, all these races kind of start and finish along the river there, kind of by the football stadium. Kind of by that. By the, park. the stadium, there is a park there that's kind of home base for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, things are kind of in a little bit different spots, but um, it's all basically right there. So you just kind of go into the same area, putting that in air quotes all the time. But um, yeah, so Saturday, 10K, 8 a.m. start, um, corrals. Um, yeah, I, th- I don't know. I can't remember if they enforce the corrals a little bit more at this race or not. I don't remember. Um, I know it, it was either the 10K or the 5K that they were checking, but I can't remember which one. So, Which one had m- kind of military personnel, or at least people in military fatigues? I just assume they're military personnel. Um, manning the corrals, no? That was Saturday, Sunday? I don't know. That was Saturday. Okay. 
So but I guess that, anyways, that I can't makes it seem stricter. To... I don't know how much they were actually paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you see somebody in uniform. Like if there was a policeman manning the crowds, you'd be like, oh, this is kind of strict. But I don't know if the policeman yeah. would be Maybe, looking at bibs, You might be but... less likely to like cheat. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't see a single person jump over a fence or anything. I didn't either. Yeah. Which is, that struck me as weird because there's always people kind of jumping over fences. But they get frustrated and don't want to walk into that one section where the opening is. Yeah. So they just jump over the the fencing. So I didn't see that. So I don't know what's going on there in Cincinnati. Everybody's super polite, not Mm -hmm. cutting lines or anything, but um, that was cool. Um, But yeah, it was pretty easy getting in a corral and um, the weather was nice. It wasn't uh, the whole weekend. The weather was, I mean, it rained a little on some random day. I don't even know, but nothing to make you put on a jacket or nothing to make me put on a jacket, I guess. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yep. Okay. Uh, so yeah, what do you want to talk about on the ten k? Um, I guess we could talk about, a little bit about the course. Okay. Uh, it was kind of like I mean, it was basically a loop. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess finish and start wasn't exactly the same spot, but very close. Uh, and it did um go into Kentucky for a little bit, and then came back into Ohio, um, before the finish oh and by the way the the finish line at all for all these races is called the finish swine that's right so i just want to throw that everything out a whole weekend a lot, is very pig themed yeah a lot of pig puns yes <laughs> yeah um so yeah so it was the finish swine and other than anything specific you want to mention about the course Mm-mm. i mean i didn't find it super scenic or anything like that yeah. um ran across Two bridges because yeah, right wanted to get into Kentucky yeah. and wanted to get back. From the bridge Kentucky. is cool. Checking out the river is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I like that area. The rest was kind of just um, kind of standard to me. Random Road, city. Ten k. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of nice that you do technically run in two states. Right. Um, Especially for ten k, you don't mm-hmm. see that too often. That's Maybe true. for like a marathon or a half marathon. Good point. Yeah, they did have two fluid stations, uh, Gatorade with water. I mean Gatorade and then water. Um, and then they also had um, some random snacks on course. Like there were official snack stations i guess mm-hmm. i'll call them or food stations and the ones that i remember were pretzels they had like some orange candies um they had girl scout cookies which i did take one of those they had something else which i can't remember now so i just remember thinking like wow that's a lot of snacks for a 10k a 10k yeah so that was pretty cool yeah, i don't think i took anything so i, I really don't remember i think yeah. the one thing that threw me was oh yeah they, they were handing out like tissues right Oh yeah, I think it was that. like mm-hmm. like a mile in. I was like, "Whoa, this is really soon to be giving out tissues." But right, okay, cool, whatever. Hey, people are sweaty. People's <laughs> like noses are doing stuff. Something like that. You hey, know? it doesn't take much. And then, um, do you remember there was a specific um, mascot or something at one of the eight stations? An actual pig. Yeah. 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 I know. When I ran up to it, I saw a bunch of people kind of like crouched on the ground taking pictures, and I was like, "That's weird." And then it wasn't until I kind of got up right behind. I'm like, oh, there's an actual pig. And people were trying to kind of get down and take selfies with the pig. So um, I thought that was cool and cute. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, from a distance, I'm like, what in the world are these? Are We've the, gone too the far ground? with the pictures. You know, what are you doing? But um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I got it. So I did not take a picture of myself with the pig, but I did take a picture of the pig. So, yeah. I don't know. Was the pig there on the, the 5K? Way? Yes. Oh, okay. Couldn't remember. Yeah. Because he seemed to be, when I when I ran by the pig on the 10K, Nobody's really around him, just the person holding, like, the leash. Um, and it kind of took me a minute, like, oh, that's a real pig. And then I ran by. And then on the 5K, there was more people, like, taking pictures. So, mm-hmm. than when I saw it during the 10K. Okay. Anything else on the 10K, or should we? No, I mean, I guess just post-race was, you did get a medal right at that time for the 10K. You know, water snacks, Mylar blanket. And then for the challenge participants, they actually did have what they call baggage claim, which I don't know that I've seen it referred to like that before, but basically gear check or whatever you want to call it, 
they did have that for the challenge participants only. Um, so it was kind of nice to have that because then you can put your your medal into your gear check bag. And if, if you want to switch out shirts or whatever it may be, then you have that opportunity. But at least you can throw stuff into your gear check bag. Oh, and then you do have two different bibs mm-hmm. for the 10K and 5K. So you either have to switch them out during that time. That's what's recommended to do. With, or some people actually wore both bibs at the same time and didn't switch them out. I don't know how that worked for their timing. Yeah, but, so, we, but we switched it out. Right. The race instructions were wear your 10K bib, check your 5K, run the race, switch them out, you know, and then you get to, you know, check your medal. Uh, seemed like vets of the event all just wore both bibs um, for both events, mm-hmm. essentially. So yeah. um, I don't think it'd be an issue. We're, but, we're such rule followers. We just did it that way. But yeah, I mean, it was easy to do, like go yeah. get the bag and, yeah, it was actually it not and then drop the bag off. It wasn't super easy, super yeah. convenient. So. Right. Yeah. It was actually really well organized. It was in um, school buses. And each window had a volunteer in there, and each window had a range of bib numbers. So they would spe- each person would like specifically took that range. So you weren't like just throwing bags in, and then they had to sort it, you know, from like all the possible bib numbers. So I think they had a, a really good system there. Yeah, I think gear check was probably as easy, probably the easiest and fastest gear check, or I should say baggage clean, because that's baggage what clean. It. and most um, most organized. I think that I've that seen. I've probably ever had. At a race with a decent number of people. Mm-hmm. I've done gear check at events with, you know, 100 people. That was really easy. You just go grab your bag <laughs> and then take off. But, um, but yeah, for an event with some people, both on between the 5K and 10K and then for half full marathon, um, I thought that was per- super easy. So, Yeah, and I think um, because there was... 20 years of experience, we'll say <laughs> that type of thing. Because there was, for most people, there was time between finishing the 10K and starting the, the 5K. Um, for the challenge participants, um, a lot of people just kind of hung around, mm-hmm. like basically along the road where the the gear check bags were, and just find some like, curb. Had, yeah, had some water, stretched out, drink a snack, or drink a snack, eat a snack, uh, before heading back out over for the the five k. So, yeah. So next is the five k. Five k, ten a.m. Ten a.m. start. So you know, for most people, the average person probably had an hour to kind of stroll or kill or eat, sit, do that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. then you basically Go to the bathroom, whatever. You let's do. do it again. Yep, but half the distance, half the distance. this time. Yep. So um, they had corrals, and that we talked about. Like we can't remember which one was more enforced than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny or interesting having the national anthem sung like twice, like in the same day. Like you're, you know, like you're hearing it for both events. So I got really, kind of funny. Like I have deja vu. What's, yeah. What is this? Right. Exactly. Um, uh, as far as the course goes. Uh, it was a smaller loop mm-hmm. than the 10K, as you would expect. Um, but I don't believe there was any, like oh, like the entire 5K course, I believe we saw on the 10K. Yeah. Is that it, correct? I mean. Um, at the very least, the last two miles of it were sh- for sure kind of a repeat. Oh, that's right. I think there was a small a section do-over. at the beginning that yeah. might have been a little different. Yeah. You're right. The yeah. end was for sure a do-over. Yeah. They did have one fluid station, which I think is, is appropriate for the 5K, I think, 5K mm-hmm. distance. Um, and they did have some of the snacks on course that they had on 10K because obviously the courses were the same at certain points uh, and the pig was there again. So, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about the 5K specifically. Yeah, me neither. I mean, like I said, to me, you know, the 5K was a little bit redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've realized I'm not a big fan of running two races back to back on the same day. Um, I mean, it kind of takes me back to many years ago we ran, what was it called? The double Yes. Which is an event that was basically this same 10K, 5K setup. You ran one, and then there was a break. They used to call it halftime, and then um, you would do the other. I wasn't a fan of that one. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of two separate races here, although I guess it is kind of cool just, like, meeting up in between 
like, hey, how to go? What's going on? You know, with other people and that kind of stuff. I'd kind of almost just rather run a 15k. But um, now, what if what if the um the 5k course had been completely different from the 10k, with the exception of the actual finish and actual start? I'd still rather like just run have a 15k. Gone... Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, part of that might have been how I was feeling, which we'll get into at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I don't I don't know that I would prefer one over the other. Mm-hmm. I think if like the, if the 10k and 5k courses are going to be completely different, that's better. That's better than yeah. if they share the same course. Um, like I say, the 5k had gone into like downtown or something, mm-hmm. um, which I know logistically is much more difficult, difficult. to do. But um, yeah, because it was it was kind of nice to just kind of take that that break and drink some water and relax a little bit. So, okay. Um, so one thing we didn't talk about before we started: Are we going to talk about our individual races all the way at the end, or like are you are you going to say anything about the 10k, 5k now? I was just going to jump into it at the end. Okay, but, just checking. But maybe that's not the best way to do it. So, um, so I guess nothing... let's do it your way. How was your King's Mile 5K and 10K? Anything you want to say about your individual race? Mm, sure. I was planning to run slower for the, actually for all three events, the King's <laughs> Mile, the 10K, and the 5K, because I knew I had the marathon on Sunday. Um, but it was, it was kind of difficult with the mile because I'm like, it's only a mile, you know? Right. So, and then, you know, at one point I was like, okay, let's just get this done. Um, and then for the 10K and 5K, I did run slower than I did for the mile, but not as slow as I had anticipated. Um, I don't know how much that had, that affected, you know, my legs for the next day, but, um, yeah, I mean, nothing other than that, nothing out of the ordinary for my race. I mean, things went fine for the, the mile, 10K, 5K, felt okay afterwards. Um, I think I got a little more sweaty than I was, I would normally get at those distances, but it felt a little more humid to me too. Like, I don't know if yeah. that's just in my head. And I'm not, I mean, not so humid, you know, like a tropical location, no, no. but just more than what we're used to. Right. So um, definitely needed to like drink more water those days than normal. So yeah, I think that's all I really have to say about my events. I think I already mentioned I got the Girl Scout cookie at one of the, <laughs> one of the, the, the food stations, the snack station. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I mm-hmm. think it was the 5k. There was actually a lot of kids that I saw. I think like elementary school kids that were there like as groups okay. that had kind of like trained for it and stuff like that, which is really cool. But man, there was a lot of fast kids that were just like <laughs> passing me. Or then I'd, I'd finally pass one towards the end of like the 5k and I'm like, oh my God, you look like you're like six years old. Like how is this possible that like you're way up here? So it's the bacon. It's gotta be. Yeah. So, so yeah, so just like hats off to them for kicking butt out there. But, um, some of them were like super focused and they weren't really doing that thing that we've mentioned before where a lot of kids do like where they like run super fast and then they stop Damn, and like, they just ran yeah, super there was, fast. yeah, they just ran super fast. I'm like, oh my God, you guys have been seriously training for this. So. Yeah, so that's what I got for those those three distances. What do you have for those three distances to talk about? Um, as I talked about, you know, I was coming into this kind of coming off my ankle sprain, and so um, there wasn't a lot of training or running, um, and I still had a painful ankle. So uh, the mile went fine. I, I think I was just under a nine minute mile, which was probably too fast for for my ankle. But um, if it wasn't for the ankle, I would have ran a lot faster than that. Um, the 10k felt fine um you know it was slow there's some walking a lot of walking i don't know um and then the 5k just felt brutal as hell um my ankle was just in a lot of pain doing the 5k and so um yeah it just is what it is and nothing i could do about it so got the events done which is all i was trying to do i I'm not sure I didn't go back and check kind of the, the run log. I think that was probably my slowest 5K and 10K maybe ever. 
Um, I'm, I'm actually pretty sure that's my slowest 5K and 10K ever, but um, I can't say that for a fact. But um, yeah, so just a slow, slow day. <laughs> that's basically it. Slow, painful day. Slow, painful day. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, I think my ankle really did not love the idea of running a 10K, taking an hour break, and then, hey, let's go run a 5K. Mm-hmm. I think my ankle really didn't like the the downtime in between. So. so you think even aside from what you said earlier, just in general about you'd rather do a 15K, um, you think probably that break in between, like if you hadn't had the break in between and just done a 50K, your ankle would have fared better for like the last three miles than it actually did for the 5K. In my head, yes, that's how I feel. I could be totally wrong. But, yeah. Um, yeah. If okay. nothing else, like the hour in between, is, if nothing else, it's just more time on your feet. Mm-hmm. And so... Right. And a little extra walking, I guess, technically, because you walk through the finish line, then you walk back, back into the start yeah. and walk to get water and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So a little bit more walking. But yeah, ankle just felt really, really bad on the, the 5K. So did that, did that make you more concerned about the following day's event? No. Oh, okay. I was just like, oh, tomorrow's going to hurt. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Let's look forward to that. Um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's that's part of the reason, um, I guess, as we move on, you know, I actually did take some time the rest of the day actually back at the hotel to kind of ice my ankle several times um the rest of the day so yeah and try to kind of just rest it as much as possible and yes. not and not do any add any extra steps yeah yeah so okay. as for a trip in cincinnati we actually probably did less things and went to less places than we normally would just because i was trying to kind of rest up um as much as possible yeah. so um, we weren't super busy in terms of walking all over town and that kind of stuff so yeah okay all right um anything else that was saturday that was saturday like i said the rest of the day we didn't really do much um did hit tom and chi but um for some good food Mm -hmm. um and a really crazy dinner experience but we won't talk yeah really crazy like isn't bad (laughs) yeah dinner experience which is not really what you want the day before a half marathon and a marathon it wasn't the food though it was the service well my my remember my food was not great yeah okay anyways Um, moving on yeah moving on so like i said we didn't do a lot so i mean i guess one good thing is you had the marathon the next day, so mm-hmm. you didn't do as much walking. Well, it's not like, oh, you didn't do as much walking as you normally would on a Saturday before a marathon, but you normally wouldn't run 15K, would you? Beforehand, no. No. The day before. No. So. If I do run before a marathon, like not part of a challenge, it'll be like three miles at most. Okay. So, so I guess really you weren't any extra rested because of that. Right. So. Oh, well. Yeah. And then being on West Coast time a little bit throughout the weekend was- A little screwy. A little, a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. Just made that early wake up- even a little bit rougher. All right, let's move on to Sunday, which mm-hmm. was an early start. Yeah. So race started at six thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. for both the half marathon and the full marathon, which have a joint joint uh, start joint start um, to the day. So yep. six thirty a.m. kind of more normal the starting time. Yeah. I think for us, from what you know, I think we're what pretty we're used, used to, to yep. like the six thirty seven seven a.m.s. You know, kind of. Almost seems like what we do the most of is 7 a.m. starts um, out here in NorCal. So um, we were able to walk to the start again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wasn't cold. I mean, it's 6:30 in the morning. Well, I mean, we were obviously before that, but um, not cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be a lot colder. I think I had even like packed gloves and arm warmers and didn't need either of those. So and, and the nice thing is, it's you know we stayed in a hotel kind of super close by, so sh- super short walk. Didn't have to get up that early or anything like that. Didn't have to go. You know, it's not one of those where you have to like, oh, we got to be at the start two hours before the race, and you know all this stuff. It's you right. can stay in your hotel a little bit longer, a little bit extra sleep, use the bathroom in your hotel, um, type of stuff. So that made it super easy and convenient. 
um, gear check or baggage, baggage claim. claim. Sorry, Let's was there? Well, you know, was there again? And um, same same sort of system, so very well organized. Um, which interestingly enough, we did things backwards. Oh wait, this time. yeah, I was like, I was trying to picture myself dropping off the bag, you but did I not. didn't. Yes, you did. So what we do in a lot of events is we just check one bag. Usually that happens to be you because you finish before me. So I can go get the bag you can go and get have the bag stuff, while you're right. killing time waiting for my slow butt to come in. Um, but, <laughs> but this time it, we started at the same time. I was only doing the half, so despite my slowness, I was still going to beat you <laughs> to the finish line. So, so I you I checked was, the bag. I, I was going to say I geared, I checked my bag, but I claim baggage claimed your bag. Mm, I don't know. You, you dropped you off that? your baggage. Yes, I threw okay. it in a bus and you claimed it later. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. interestingly, it was super easy for my baggage claim because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had the the race change a couple weeks out the bib number i got ended up being like almost one of the last not last bib numbers but it was basically the last window on the last bus right it was so, basically kind of like with late registration and like right. late changes late distance changes so once i realized that when we dropped it off i was like oh pickup's gonna be super easy i just go to basically the last volunteer right to pick up my bag yep so made it super easy but yeah so i dropped off stuff um and then it was basically just get into corrals which more corrals, a little busier. Mm-hmm. They um, did check my bib for that okay. to let me in. I don't know if they checked yours, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Somebody looked at it, but yeah. I, yeah, two people looking at it, so... Um, interesting. They did have some porta-potties in the corrals. Yes, and they did say that in the pre-race instructions, so I was kind of happy about that. Yes, um, which I was like, oh, that's that's cool. That's a really great idea until the race basically started, and I said, wow, that was a really dumb idea because I know when I was moving up in my corral, there were still people basically in a line for porta-potties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could totally see that because I was um, going into the corral and thought I might use the bathroom, but and there was actually four porta-potties, two kind of on either side of the corral, but they already had long lines. I was like, eh, I'll just use a porta-potty on course if I have to, and then I moved ahead of them. But yeah, I could I could see that being an issue like if I had set myself up in the crowd behind them there probably were still lines there like when everybody started moving forward mm-hmm. so yeah and think about that yeah yeah okay. yeah i was like oh that's cool and then i was like oh that kind of gets in the way so yeah whatever yeah i mean it's not like it really was a problem None. or anything yeah. like that so. right um but yeah it's basically race start um i know they kind of started uh you know we had our different corrals or pig pens i guess right oh that's right they're, they're not, not even corrals. called corrals they're, they're, they're called pig, pig pens. pens yep um there was i th- think there was three waves kind of so i think it was like a and b went or something like that and then it was yes. supposed to be because i was in c no. so you were second wave or first wave i was first so i think a b and c, c. went and then it was going to be and so then and then there was going to be a break after c mm-hmm. and i think it was d e and f that were supposed to go next yeah yeah but they kind of screwed that up a little bit so not a big deal but they kind of screwed up the second wave kind of kind of shorted one corral in the start but that's yeah. okay Yep. I don't think it made a big difference anyway. So it wasn't that long to wait. So um, after that, yeah, it's basically go time, half marathon, full marathoners. You're out there together running the course. Um, for the first several miles. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a ways until you actually split up. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we want to say about the course for, I, I guess, let's tackle. Well, is there anything you want to say on the shared part of the course? Shared part. Well, yeah, that's what I was it, trying to get Okay. Because um, then we can kind of split the rest of it. Um, it's not a flat course. No, and we had been warned. And yes, I had been warned. I did not heed enough of the warning. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, yeah, the hills. Based the hill, I mean, we can call it hills, but it's basically just a, a big chunk of uh, the middle of the half that you're basically just climbing 
uphill a lot. Yeah, um, would you say that that kind of like that bigger, longer hill was was that around like mile eight or something like that? Sure, give or give or take, yeah. so somewhere around there. Yeah, so I kind of um, knew to expect it. Um, I did heed the warnings of the hills, um, at least in the first half of the race. So up until the point where we split, I actually thought like, oh, that was actually a <laughs> little less hilly than what you thought. What my perception was based on what people were saying. I mean, definitely not flat by any means, but I had just kind of expected. I think maybe steeper hills, longer hills, something. So, but it was yeah, it was hilly. Definitely, yeah, had, not, definitely had, not a flat course. We had opposite. Um, yeah, that was really interesting. Expectations and I was like hills, hills, schmills, whatever. You know, it's it's yeah, it's not going to be that bad. I'm like, oh, this is a lot of climbing. This sucks, but yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the toughest half I've ever been on, um, for sure. But it, it's certainly not. Um, I wouldn't say go there to get a PR. Right. Um, although I guess the downhill at the end felt good. It did feel good. It's yeah. kind of a nice change, but yeah. um, yeah. What do you want? What, what do you want to say about early on the course? Um, there was a, bridges, lots of bridges. Mm-hmm. There was a, somebody handing out bacon like at a, at mile one or one and a half or something. Mm-hmm. So, which I did not take any because I like my bacon crispy. Mm-hmm. Bacon was not crispy. So, yep, I didn't have any because I don't eat bacon. So, <laughs> if there was somebody that had like a plate of like really crispy bacon, uh-huh. I would just take the plate. Would you? Oh, okay. And would you like stay there and just eat a bunch? I just go? take the plate. Thank you, and keep on running. Interesting. Yeah. I could eat bacon on the run, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, they had, um, I don't remember exactly how many, but, um, you know, even in that first part of the, of the course, they had a lot of fluid stations, always gator first, water second. Yes. Um, at least my experience through those first however many miles before we split up, um, volunteers were adequate, really nice, you know, really on top of things. Um, obviously, the first couple, you know, you're, it's more chaotic because there's just more people. Right. Um, but I didn't see any problems at all with like the, the water stations or fluid stations. Yeah. I think at least one aid station that I saw kind of was like, Ooh, you guys are getting hammered mm-hmm. um, and falling behind. I thought the aid stations were kind of a little bit short, but they were a little bit shorter than I, than I, um, anticipated, although that wasn't much of an issue towards, you know, the later part of the race. Um, I thought maybe they'd be like a table longer, if that makes right, sense. Like yeah. one more table, which really like what difference yeah, is that? But exactly. I had the same. Same experience. The one experience we had a very different... Uh, Another part where we have a very different experience very other different, than the hills. Yeah, I don't know how we ran the same thing sometimes, but... Um, oh, yeah. I was out there running, going through aid stations going, where the hell are the garbage cans? Because uh-huh. I went through so many aid stations where there was no garbage cans. And by garbage cans, I mean, you know, you get your cup of water, your Gatorade, whatever, you take a sip, and then usually there's, you know, one, two, or three, just depending on the size of race, you know. Usually it's the cardboard pop-up garbage can. Right, right. With, you know, with the lined by the bag. Yeah, and, and yeah. I kept going through aid stations. I'm like, there's no garbage can. What in the world is going on here? And mm-hmm. I, I think I saw three, like, all weekend. And then you told me, like, no, I saw plenty of garbage cans. So I don't know. Yeah, I think there may have been maybe one station towards the beginning where I didn't, like, see it. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I always saw like a some sort of trash receptacle at, at each station. So, so I always thought there was, you know, more cups on the ground than there really needed to be. Because I'm like, where's the garbage can? It saved the volunteers um, some trouble. But apparently, I mean, the only logical conclusion is that there was some runner between you and me that was collecting garbage cans. I agree. And just so finished. we just need to look <laughs> through the pictures and see who's carrying like six or eight garbage cans with on them. their back yeah um just picking up trash off right. the road yep. trying to be a good citizen mm-hmm. or something but yeah i was like where are all the garbage cans I'm like, and i'm is... like they were there I, I, if you say so I, I bet you the reality is something in between what we're both saying probably i bet you there's more than one station that didn't have them like readily <laughs> available um but 
more than what you saw. I'm I mean, sure. I swear, I only remember three garbage cans all weekend. Oh uh, yeah, I could all have also weekend. Been, yes. Oh my gosh, no, that I was could have way, been in my own. There's way more than that because I remember trying to shoot a bunch of empty cups into <laughs> garbage cans and like making some of them and nearly making a lot of them, but like actually like okay, there's the garbage can. Let me like throw it in there. So I guess my ankle hurt worse than I thought. Probably. Um. Okay. It affected, so. <laughs> it affected your vision. Um. <laughs> okay, but the, uh, so. We did mention volunteers. We should say that um, they're not actually volunteers. They're just grunts. Cause that's oh, that's what, right. That's, that's what, what their, their volunteer say. t-shirts say, grunts, that's right. which yep. I actually think is pretty funny. And yeah, cool. that is pretty funny. Um, very unique. <laughs> like everything, you know, very pig related. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they also had, um, aside from the um, uh, the fluid stations, which I kind of like that that term because they're fluid not necessarily station. aid. They're not just water or fluid. You know, Gatorade and water. So, anyways, good okay. Aside from that, they also had like other stations. I when I know say, I was reading, change approved. We'll call it food <laughs> stations for now. <laughs> I was, um, you know, reading like the pre-race stuff the night before. Like, okay, where are the food stations going to be and all that stuff, and where are the porta potties going to be? You know, because I'm always worried about that. Um, but they also had other stations. I don't know what you would necessarily call them. But when I was reading the booklet about them, like they said, like BLT station. I'm like, like PLT. I'm like, okay, I know that's like bacon i'm like but i can't imagine them actually serving like blts and people eating them so that actually stands for uh, best little tissue station which is what you were talking about oh, that you saw okay. at the other events so okay. where there's like tons of all and there's it's like quite yeah, a few a- volunteers that have like tissue you know to hand out and so yeah so that it's, those are it, what those are the blt stations on the course yeah it's for sure the most people i've ever seen handing out tissues. tissue set of yeah. race yep by far yeah and I, I grabbed them whenever i could like whenever there was a blt station just to kind of wipe my nose it's just kind of nice to like be able to wipe your nose with like something dry and mm, right <laughs> yeah not, not your smelly. hand or your shirt or you know that sort of thing it's not already covered in sweat yeah and then they also had um just because i'm talking about it although this was like later on in the in the course i think it might have just been on the marathon course i'm not sure if you had something similar they had like the swine and cheese right and so they'd have like the sign like swine and cheese and i'm like they're not really going to have like wine and cheese. I'm like, I'm like, are they really going to have cheese? <laughs> and so then, like for like a couple seconds, I'm like, well, if they, I really like cheese. If they have cheese, do I eat cheese? But I'm running a race. I don't know how that's going to. And then you, and then I get to it, and it's like cheese. It's mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, okay. So they have do these little funny puns, but they actually give you something that's like useful during a race and not something you know crazy. So I can't remember what the other ones are, but they have little unique things like that, which obviously very unique to this event and this race. Okay. Do you remember seeing any of the? Well, you remember seeing the tissue one. Do you the remember tissues. seeing anything else like some um, somewhat like that? I guess I didn't pay a huge okay. amount of attention. I think this is one of the the races where I actually took the least amount of extra random food and stuff. Yeah, on course, and so yeah, surprised. Yeah, apparently I wasn't hungry. I guess not. Because mm-hmm. your ankle hurt worse than <laughs> <laughs> than you thought. Um, yeah, that's all I really remember in terms of like the the shared part of the course. You know, the hills, mm-hmm. the fluid stations, volunteers. Um. Oh, they also had like, um, like cheer stations where there was like different yeah. groups, like high school groups and things like that, that were cheering or, or music, you know, different bands and that sort of thing. So they had different type of entertainment along the course. They, I would say a good amount, not the most I've ever seen, but definitely more than most of the races I've done. Mm-hmm. What was your take on that? Oh, yeah, agreed. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the shared part? Um, the shared part. Um. I'll just say at the, at the split, um, at first I was like, oh, I think the split should be a little more obvious in a way, but um, I did get a kick out of it. At basically the end of the split, there was the the Charmin bears uh, with signs <laughs> right. that kind of pointed you half, I guess it was half to the left and full to the right, 
um, which I cracked up because I, I kind of made it my mission to take as many pictures as I could with Charmin bears um, all weekend long because they were at the expo and then I saw them uh, at one of the parks or whatever that we were at and then they were on the course and um, there's the big blow up one post race so yeah that was my my little mission was uh squeezing the Charmin right um, or don't squeeze the Charmin don't yeah. squeeze the Charmin so yeah and you can um see some of those pictures on your Instagram page actually I guess yeah. or then on the also on the Facebook album that we posted mm-hmm. a few days ago last week I don't even remember now days are kind of starting to run together so a little bit yeah so um yeah, I mean, it splits. I, all I remember after the split for me on the half was basically there's, I think it was the downhill was after the split. So, um, got to run some downhill and then basically head to the city and not the city, but kind of more downtown area and, uh, just head for home. I'm not sure where your marathon took you. Oh, the one thing we didn't mention Elvis. Elvis is out there on the oh, course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's out there every year. And he's um, on the, on the main hill. Yeah. Yep. Which I actually did enjoy, like, the scenery of the hill going up. Yeah, me too. I mean, I walked the whole thing, so I had plenty of time to... uh, (laughs) There was a lot of scenery. So I had... (laughs) There was more scenery than normal. This was very weird, Um, because I got to walk it. But yeah, it was kind of nice, a little park there. And Oh, you go by some conservatory, right? No. Something like that. Yeah, you do. Um, That's where Elvis was, right? Mm, I don't know. Mm, Maybe. But yeah, so the scenery was nice going up the hill, Mm -hmm. which kind of is nice, because, you know, hills aren't necessarily fun, so it's nice having... Some other stuff surroundings right. yeah kinda... and things to kind of like distract you a little bit and yeah. yeah apparently there's a guy at the bottom of that hill um that's there every year after, after i don't know how many years but um I, I guess i looked for him too late so i missed him but we were kind of warned about him um kind of you know yelling at people with possibly some expletives to like get up the hill uh-huh so yeah i, I didn't see him i, I didn't him. either yeah so. i didn't hear him but i was listening to music so me too i didn't hear a lot of stuff i did hear all this singing though so um yeah, I just stopped. I, I took a picture too at Elvis. I didn't take a picture with him because lots of people were taking a picture with him. So, did catch that. Uh, so yeah, what do you want to share about the the full marathon course? Well, before I move on to that, I just wanted to mention a couple of the other stations that were kind of funny. So, like the Pork and Beans station was uh, Jelly Beans. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw that. I saw the Jelly Beans. I guess I didn't realize they called it Pork and Beans, but yeah, because they had like the name of the stations like ahead of time. And then, so after the first or second one, I'm like, oh, they're all like, even though they say pork and beans, like they're not going to give you pork and beans. Which I would which have I'm loved like, pork and beans, but. <laughs> <laughs> but so I finally, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm starting to get it. So then I tried to like figure out what you're going to get. Um, but that, um, that one stumped me with the, um, with the Cheez-Its. So, and then there was the, where'd it go? The pigment station, um, which I think was the. What are those called? The Girl Scout cookies that have the the peppermint in them? I don't know why I'm totally blanking on them right now, but those were there. So I think I took a bite of one of those. So yeah, I just want... And then the Sweet and Sour, S-O-W-E-R station, and they had candy, like sweet candy, and then like sour candy right after. So yeah. Anyways, just wanted to point those out. But uh, you said everything you wanted to say about the... Yeah, I don't don't know what else to kind of throw in there. Yeah, I mean... There was, after we split, um, which I thought was actually, which is really funny, another thing that we had different, I thought it was actually very obvious that it was splitting and thought, where the where the uh, marathon <laughs> were going. Were we at the same race? I don't know. I don't think so. I think there were different places. So, um, yeah. I thought, And then they had several volunteers kind of like along that they line. They did. I just meant like sure, the initial so. like. I guess. I guess. There. Yeah. I mean, at the end, it was very, very obvious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then. I headed off to the right, and I think I was curious, like how many people like would go to the left and not be on my right. course anymore. I was thinking about that too. And I would say I, th- I think where I was running, probably half to three fourths of the people, somewhere in between there. 
So I guess it'd be like maybe two thirds of the people okay. went left. Okay, that's what yeah. I felt too. But it was, but it didn't feel like totally empty. Right. You know, where I was kind of worried like I'd be the only one that I could see that would you know continue right. But I mean, that wasn't the case. So yeah. Um, but I'd say about two thirds of the people made a left and then we continued on to the right. Yeah. Cause almost 6,000 people doing the full day. I mean, that's a good chunk of people. Yeah. You're, you're not going to feel lonely out there right. with 6,000 people. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely people got spaced out, but I, I never felt lonely at all. Um, and then, yeah, there was some downhill after that. Um, the miles kind of start to, to blend. Um, but there's, there's downhill, which is always nice. Um, some more rolling hills. Um, nothing as big as like that one shared hill that we had like around mile eight. I can't remember exactly where it was, but somewhere around there. Um, so more like more hills, but smaller, mm-hmm. you know, but obviously they feel bigger, like the further along you are in the race. Um, did end up running on like the freeway or on ramp or off, off ramp a couple of times, which kind of took me a minute to be like, Oh wait, I think we're like on an <laughs> off ramp or that sort of thing. So, um, to be honest, I never kind of enjoy that on courses. We've said that before. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it feels like, oh, well, now I just have to run through here to get to the other side. And, you know, so it's, it's just not that fun. Um, and as far as, like, hills go, I know I mentioned that before the half marathon and marathon split that um, I had kind of felt like that part of the course was less hilly than I had anticipated. But I would say the rest of the marathon course, even though it wasn't that hilly, was hillier than I had anticipated. Like, I thought there was going to be less hills, even though there wasn't tons. Um, there was just a lot more little rolling hills in um than I thought there would be. So when there was like another, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, you just, the further you get, you're just like, I just want to be like done with Hills and I just want the rest of it to just be all downhill. You know, that's what you're thinking mm-hmm. in your head. So, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, fluid stations continue to be really good. Volunteer support was really good. Um, a lot of spectators. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I even said that I would, probably rate this the, the marathon at flying pig maybe like the third highest in terms of spectator support that i've seen okay so um well i had forgotten one race so maybe fourth but still <laughs> but still that's that's i mean that's pretty good you know and then a lot of like little unofficial i'll call them aid stations you know where a lot of volunteers or um spectators you know like if we're running through neighborhoods and stuff like they had like food out there and extra water and extra fruit and i mean so it's always kind of nice to see that um, miles 14 through maybe 17 was like in a residential area. So that's, it was a little change, which was kind of nice, you know, just looking at, at, at homes. I don't know why I kind of just enjoy that sometimes running through like just neighborhoods, mm-hmm. um, on races. Um, and there's a lot of people out like, you know, in their front yard and just trying, trying to cheer you on. Um, yeah. Other than that, it was just kind of a, for me, it was a little bit of a, of a slog after that into, uh, the finish. So. Yeah, as far as like just the course itself, that's pretty much it. But a lot of like fruit being offered, um, different types of cookies, pretzels, beer. I don't know if you saw beer on the half marathon course, but there's quite a few sections where that was being offered on the marathon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I saw beer somewhere. Um, I passed. I had a lot of beer on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you did. I forgot about that. So yeah, yeah I wasn't looking to drink anymore. But yeah. Um, yeah. And it's kind of funny because I kind of consistently saw people like take the little cups mm-hmm. and like take one sip and then just throw away the rest. That, that <laughs> like, oh, that sounds happens. like a great idea. Mm, one sip. Okay, I'm done. You know. Well, I think it's hard. So, like, to I'm down, still running. It's hard to down a whole beer. Right. Um, out on a race, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I guess that's all I have, like, course-wise. Uh, do you want to mention any signs out on the course? 
Oh, we, um, we talked a lot about signs. Um, yeah, give me one I second. I guess after Let the me. races and since we got home, I know. Um, I I did I did see the one sign that I'm really tired of seeing. Uh, worst parade ever! Please stop doing that sign. Um, other than that, I saw a lot of new and kind of unique signs, so I did enjoy the uh, the signage uh, that people made. Are, are you gonna like? Yeah, I'm pulling it up some? right now. Yeah, just a couple. Um, so there's a uh, an older lady with a, a pig hat and says. Uh, Getting up early to wear this hat wasn't easy either. Um, that was kind of cracked me up. Um, let's see. I, oh yeah, is that is that a gel packet in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? That one made me laugh. Pretty. That one's unique. Yep. Um, Flying pig marathon today. Netflix marathon tomorrow. What were you gonna say? Um, wasn't it like you're almost done? Hashtag fake news. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that one was pretty. And funny. then I think my favorite one was. I think early on ran by like some senior facilities and um, what did they say? But it was something like, you know, you don't have that one. I do, but That's... it's like, it's all like in a, Oh, it's like on a list. So okay. Find She'll it, get but, to it. Yeah. Oh, the other one that's, that's kind of getting old for me or has gotten mm-hmm. old is that you run better than the government. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times, but yeah. nowhere near as many times as I've seen Worst Parade. <laughs> like, that's not even, I mean, Worst Parade ever, I'll see multiple times every single race that I, that I run. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, almost there. Hashtag fake news. And then at about 18, there was, um, if you haven't pooped by now, you're winning. Um, <laughs> the one true. that doesn't get old for, for some reason, but I see a lot is the press here for energy or for like a power up. Yeah. I do like those signs. Yeah. Even though like I've seen them a lot, those never get old for me. And like, if I run by them, I'll like, you know. Hit them. Yeah. I never really feel like a power up or, you know, energy, yeah. but. It doesn't, doesn't act false <laughs> advertising, has, right? Yeah. Um, there was one that made the pork be with you. And then it was a picture of a um, a pig dressed up as like Darth Vader. So that one was um, pretty cute. Yeah. There was a lot of like pretty unique signs, um, but there was a lot of signs. So, you know, like compared to, it seems like me races lately for me, it's kind of like, okay, I've seen that sign. I've seen that sign. I've seen that sign, that sort of thing. So. Oh yeah, here's one. Um, I think there's one you're talking about. It said it was it was a a gentleman, uh, an elderly gentleman outside like an assisted living facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it said, uh, "Hurry up, I'm missing bingo." Yeah, that's yeah. the one I like. I, I got a kick <laughs> out of that one. So, yeah. So there's a, a lot of. Uh, yeah. So good. Good creativity, people. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, should we jump to the finish line? Yeah. Uh. Oh, the, you mean the finish swine? That's right. Because yes. can't remember all these you know, know. puns and stuff it's a little overkill um the one thing i should say about the the finish that that i kind of cracked me up was and i guess this was for the 5k 10k too it was kind of it's kind of like a big street and the street's kind of obviously split with a median down the middle of the road Mm -hmm. um because you know normally there's traffic going in each way but for the race it's just runners and all the runners kept going to the left um side of the street and i remember volunteers going you know both sides are open both sides are open yeah. and i felt like yelling yes but the left side is technically a shorter route to the finish line because it was actually on a curve to the right. finish it's like line. i'm running the tangent right. leave me exactly. alone <laughs> i'm trying to save 10 steps so right. that's why we're ten all 10 steps going count right left. now right they may be the 10 steps i need to get back to the hotel so i thought that was funny because at least every time i came through the finish line it was always way more people kind of on the left side of the road but that's just because that was the shortest route to the finish line. So mm-hmm. that's what everybody was doing. But um, yeah, so finish line, uh, typical finish line. You're going to get your medal there at some point. Um, then Mylar blankets, water. Yeah, I, um, I somehow accidentally skipped right past the Mylar. So I wasn't going to grab one. But uh, Yeah, um, snacks. Like, uh, well, your your snack area was a bit different than mine because for the marathon and half marathon, 
the um the finishes were like the half marathon finished on the right and then the marathon finished on the left so we kind of went through different like little food areas yeah i got handed a little plastic bag that had some goodies in it i guess um and then there were some other goodies post-race banana right water like granola bars yeah, some, some chips bars or something, something like that, that. Yeah. yeah but um yeah i didn't i didn't get a little bag now that that's a big deal but it just makes it easier to carry stuff um so yeah just some some goodies some fruits some fruit cups which actually they had fruit cups after every event which i really like fruit cups mm-hmm. just want to throw that out there that's right yeah so if any fruit, i grabbed a fruit if, cup any, if any fruit cup want to sponsor, sponsor me, just to give you yeah or mine. banana you know like chiquita wants to sponsor me i like bananas so. that'd be a good one yeah. contact chiquita about that <laughs> yeah um, uh, but yeah you did grab me some uh some fruit cups so i appreciate that and then the best part of the finish line slices of pizza right mm-hmm. yeah which i love pizza like immediately post race it's like yeah. something awesome to to just kind of throw down so yeah which i appreciated i mean i know i don't know if we're still going to talk a little bit about if we had anything our on our individual race but like coming through the finish line like i had texted you like okay i'm done that way you knew um like i was okay and that i was done um and then you had texted me back like where you were but then also you're like if you uh there's cheese pizza like grab a slice if you want one right and i'm like oh and that was like perfect timing because i was just kind of coming up to them and like just you know, in like my post marathon haze, I was like, "Oh, you probably have to buy that." So I was just gonna walk by. Oh. <laughs> so if you hadn't texted me that, I wouldn't have stopped to get no, a slice. No. no, I just wanted to tell you because that was part of the, I guess what you usually refer to as the runner secure area. So I didn't want you to leave and then and not, then not be able, able to get, get back. back. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad you did that. Which I ended up picking up a slice, but like eating it maybe a half hour later. <laughs> so I was just like, eh, don't really want it right this second. So, anyways, yeah. And then they, you know, they have like the post race pictures you can take. Um. Yeah, and then you're out of the. Secure runner area, yeah, right? Yeah, runner secure area yeah. straight ahead is actually the buses with gear check. So I know when I finish, I went straight there and uh, grabbed my stuff. Um, after that, I knew the one thing we had to do post-race was go and get our challenge uh, our challenge medal and our challenge shirt, which you were to pick up post-race. Um, and I wasn't exactly sure what it was, so I it was kind of cool. They actually had volunteers. They had like little signs that said like, did they say ask me or something or info? Info. And they actually had that all weekend, which was really nice because it's almost like the pacer signs. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 pretty high. You can so spot like, them easily. So it's really nice. So, you know, like I'm going to go to that person because they're specifically there to answer my questions. So, right. so yeah. I went to somebody because I was like, hey, where do we pick up our challenge medal? Um, which I kind of had a laugh because the gentleman said, I think it's under the bridge. I forgot how he said it, but it was basically... It should be or something, I think, right? No, he said, I think it should be blah, blah, blah. And in my head as I'm walking away, I'm like, what do you mean you think? Like, don't send me all the way over there if you don't yeah. know that's where it's at. Yeah. And like, shouldn't you know where it's at? Because it was but... almost like the furthest point from <laughs> the Finnish swine area. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Like the so if you were going to make it over there and then it wasn't there, I'd be like, oh. But that's where it was, so it was yeah. fine. But, um, but yeah, so I just went over there and I know I got my... Um, challenge i guess challenge medal and then my shirt and then i was about to walk away and then he gave me my extra cheese which is actually a little medallion medallion like, yeah it's pretty small but yeah. i had forgotten about it's actually that. bigger than i thought it was going to be okay yeah i had forgotten about it so i was about to walk away and the guy's like hey, hey here you go and i'm like oh okay in my head i was almost like what are you giving me but okay yeah um and then in the whole finish area there's a big grassy area that had lots of booths they had a stage um lots of booths just around there you know different Vendors, sponsors, giving stuff away. Um, I know you got food a for sale. Food for sale. You, we got at least. I think we were supposed to get one free post race beer. I think was there a beer ticket on our bib? Yeah, because I gave mine away. Okay. Yep. Um, to somebody in the beer line, because I figured they'd make better use of it than I uh, would. I was cracking up because the night, you know, because we're we're responsible people. Um, we always try <laughs> to plan out uh, <laughs> where to meet up after the race because mm-hmm. you know you never know if you're not going to be able to like you know cell phones die or so sometimes you know cell phone connections suck. Um, so I looked at the, I guess we were looking at the 
the brace magazine, I guess the brace program. Um, the event guide. Sure. Okay. There you go. Um, with the little map of the finish area, which I actually thought it was kind of a hard map to read, but, um, I was like, oh, let's meet here. It was like the sprint booth in the middle like, of the grass. It seemed like it was a pretty big booth. Yeah, big booth. So I'm like, obvious. we'll remember sprint versus right. some random company. Um, and so like I go out to the grass and I'm like, there's no sprint booth. Like the one that we picked to meet at that was supposed there. to be in the middle of the grassy area. I'm like, what the hell? It's not even here. So um, I had to text you. I just Where went somewhere else and sat down, yeah. which was good because I went and sat in the shade. So um but yeah, I thought that was funny. I was like, meet at the sprint booth. But I'm like, where the hell's the sprint booth? Sprint didn't show not up. Not there. So um that blow up stuff like big charmin who blew up what no yeah big charmin um, uh bears and like a big gain bottle or something <laughs> like a, a big, weird but yeah big bounty toilet paper i mean bounty paper towel roll thing so you know because procter and gamble so yeah with uh, all the charmin stuff much more concentration on uh toilet paper over the weekend than even you know normally for a runner <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um yeah so i thought the, the posters area was pretty cool i mean it was kind of busy people trying to get um to and fro and go to get the challenge thing. It's it kind of weird having the challenge stuff actually so far away, but um, is what it is. Spreads people out, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then close to that, but not quite where that was, was a, a DHL truck um, with the marathon jacket. Oh, that's right. You got a marathon jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> actually, like the I just jacket. wanted to mention that. Um, I was super bummed because I didn't do the marathon, so I don't get a jacket. Um there's only one sponsor name on the back of the jacket. Yeah, it's nice not to have um, the whole back like plastered with sponsors. The front it's of the black. jacket you may like or really dislike because mm-hmm. it has like the Flying Pig logo, but it's basically in black. Yeah. So it's a black logo on a black jacket. Mm-hmm. So if you're 10 feet away, you probably, if you're 10 feet away and you don't know what it is, you're not going to be able to read it. Right. Um, so you... some people might like the fact that like, hey, it's not screaming like, I ran a race, check out my jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people probably hate it because it's like, hey, you can't read the logo and I want to, you know, support my Flying Pig right logo type of thing so yeah. i mean i kind of liked it but um i like it but and but i think i also would have also liked a shirt or a jacket that um had the logo had the logo more. more obvious like i think it would have been fine either way so i do like the fact that it's a black jacket yeah it um, and that it only quality. has yeah and it only has um one sponsor on the back, the back. so that's nice too which is paycor mm-hmm. no idea who that is but uh, at least yeah. it's not a really weird sp- yeah like Charmin? Yeah, I was about to I mean, say no, it. not I mean, not, it's that Charmin isn't weird, but just like to have right. that on your jacket. That would be weird. That would right? be a little Charmin. weird. Like, why are you wearing a Charmin? <laughs> a jacket with Charmin on it. Did you buy so much Charmin that they're like, hey, thank you for being a great customer. Yeah, I am now There's sponsored re- by Charmin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should be sponsored by Charmin. Yeah. Um, by the way, Paycor is an online payroll service and human resource solutions okay. place. So. I figured it was something like that, but yeah. Never <laughs> just in case anybody's wondering. Give the credit sponsors. And I guess I should know I that mean, in case uh, I'm wearing my jacket and somebody asks me about Paycor, I'm like, I don't know. Google it. Like what? What's yeah. on the back of my jacket? Right, exactly. Um, what else there? Post race? Anything we're missing here? We're reading the notes here. Um, I think that's it. Uh, medals. Lots of medals. Lots of medals. Um, they're kind of all the same medal. If you have the five k, ten k, half yeah. marathon, like the design's pretty marathon. much all the same. The design is the same. The size and color is different, and the ribbon's different. Um, and the ribbon is different. Yeah. It's a kind of a. I like the metal. They're kind of like a. I always refer to it as like a very classy, classic metal yeah. look. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's not a lot of color to it. Right. Um, it's like just a solid metal essentially, yeah. and it's so a I, flying pig. Yes. Um, with like the, the cityscape in the background. Right. Um, and then if you actually flip the metal over, it's like. The back of the pig, yeah, so like so the pig's, pig's butt, butt. With, yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool. <laughs> which I really like that. Yeah, it's versus like it just really being cool. like flat on the back. Right. Yeah, and the ribbons are pretty cool. So yeah, the, like the 5K, the 10K, 
the marathon, the half marathon, I'll have like the same variation of that. Oh, and even like the challenge medals. Although the although the shape of the challenge medals are different, mm-hmm. but it has that same like flying pig with the cityscape yeah. in the center. So, uh, like so, like the medals. Um, I thought the shirts that we got for all the events were cool. Uh, the the they're best actually part, really comfortable. Yeah, the yeah. best part I think is they all have uh, a pig a pig's tail on the back. I don't know why Alexa is talking. Yeah, to I think you guys right heard now. that. That's Alexa. <laughs> we're not even talking to her, and she's just she uh, wants to be part. In. She wants to be part of the conversation. Uh, yeah. So all the shirts had a pig tail, not like an actual tail, but like printed on, like yeah, the yeah. Curly, curly cue of a pig right um, yeah on the so back I of the that's shirt a cute little touch to kind of tie everything together um my only gripe with the shirts oh i like the design i uh, like no the color female. is that there isn't gender specific for um friday or saturday's events yeah. so the marathon half marathon is gender specific but the 10k 5k challenge and little kings is unisex so that's mm-hmm. my only gripe okay. but they're like super comfortable and i, I like the design on all of them yeah so. i do too yeah and so. then the um the ha- the half marathon and marathon shirts are black tech fabric, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. And the rest of the shirts are kind of Just different um, colors, not, but not tech, but not old school cotton. It's kind of it's that, kind of like that in between. Yeah, that's yeah. super comfy. Yeah. So that's actually my favorite shirt I think to get now. Is that comfortable? I, yeah, something that I can truly just wear around mm-hmm. versus I have you have overflowing to run in drawer of tech shirts to yeah. run in, so I don't yep. really need more of that. So considering we came home with. A lot uh, of extra shirts. Five, I, I, seven shirts in total, I guess. Um, <laughs> if you count the freebies, um, it's nice having shirts that I'll be able to like actually get quite a bit of use out of. So. Yep, yep. And then the challenge shirts are long sleeve. I don't know if you mentioned that. Did not. The rest are short sleeve. So. Which I think I ended up putting it on on the plane on the way home because yeah, it got cold. Too. And I think you wore yours back. So yep. um, those came in handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let's talk about our individual races. Anything you want to say about? You go first. Me go first. Okay. Um, so ran the half marathon. My goal for the half marathon with my screwed up ankle was, Hey, you know, I hope to like, I'll just run six and then I'll probably just like walk it in after that. Um, ankle started to really hurt me way before six. (laughs) Um, and so it was just a lot of walking and running and running and walking. Um, the hills walked basically if it was uphill, I was walking it. So that middle section that was hilly, that was all walking for me. Um, Anyway, because my issue is I can't, I couldn't flex my ankle back yeah, enough, for the, my foot for back the uphill. enough for the uphill yeah. to be kind of somewhat pain-free. But throughout the whole race, the ankle just went from feeling eh, okay-ish to really bad um, at different times. So uh, it was funny because I, I, I don't know where it is when you get to the, like the big downhill section. I was like, ask her at whatever ankle hurts or whatever. I'm going to like open up and just run really fast down the hill. And I was like, all right, sweet. I'm like, I'm like flying. Right. And then I looked at my Garmin. I'm like, oh, I'm not flying at all. So um, I was like, <laughs> but what you the felt heck? like you were flying. I thought I was like jamming. And I looked and I was like, I'm not jamming. You know, I'm, you know, I'm normally pretty slow on uphills and pretty damn fast on downhills. Yeah. And I was like, what is wrong with me? But um, yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of the day. I'm super, super glad I didn't run the full marathon because that just would have been a brutal, horrible, really long day, um, assuming I even would have finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I did set a record for, uh, I did check the my run logs. That was my slowest half marathon ever. So oh, you did check? I did check. So that was officially my slowest half marathon ever. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually really glad that with the ankle, I still got to do all the events of the weekend and get the challenge done and get the half done. Um, glad i didn't run the full but um definitely wished i was in better you know i wish the ankle wasn't killing me and and going into that having basically not run for a month um 
wasn't yeah. in great shape anyway, so even worse <laughs> shape now <laughs> another week later. So, um, yeah, that was my race. How about yours? Um, my race was okay. Uh, I felt better in the first half than I thought I would. Um, but then I don't know if it was like the, the cumulative miles from the days before, or I don't know, just whatever that just my legs just start kind of feeling tired. Like otherwise I felt pretty good. Like, you know, like heart rate felt fine. Breathing was feeling okay, but just like, just kind of, they're just tired. You know, I just felt kind of heavy. So, um, ended up slowing down for like the latter part of the race. Um, I wanted to, my goal was to finish between like four and four thirty. Uh, I think I finished like in four Oh three. So totally happy with that. And that included, I think one potty stop. So I'll take it. Um, Oh, just, even though it hasn't, it's not like my race specifically. So I did stop for a porta potty. I ended up using a porta potty that whose door wouldn't lock all the way. <laughs> so I was like panicked and trying to hold on to the door while like removing and redressing like compression shorts, which is not the easiest thing to do with one hand. So at one point the door did actually end up getting opened, but thankfully I was covered, but I was like, I panicked in the moment. And you know, of course the person like apologized profusely, but there's just no way to like actually lock the door all the way. So, um, yeah, so I just warned that person when they went in, like, hey, that doesn't lock. You know, like, you might want to keep a hand on there. So that's right. the first time that's ever happened. But Defective portable. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, feeling-wise, I think it went okay. Uh, something weird kind of happened. I don't remember when exactly it was, but I, th- I think it was in the second half of the race. Um, you know, stuff starts getting kind of fuzzy, so I don't remember exactly when it happened. But every time I would drink water at a, at a fluid station, um, my stomach started cramping a little bit. And that's never happened before. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. You know, like, why is it cramping? So then, so then for a while I was like, well, maybe like it's something in the water. You know, like that's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Like, maybe there's something in the water. So I switched to, to Gatorade. Um, and it happened a little less, but it kept happening. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck this is. Like, I've, I mean, obviously I've had water, you know, running before. And I've had, you know, the lemon lime Gatorade before. And it's never been an issue. I have no idea what it was. Um, and it was cramping more like, um, like I might throw up, not like the other type of cramping mm-hmm. or it might you know, the opposite might happen. Right. Um, so thankfully there was some, some tri group at like mile 16 or so that had like a little makeshift booth and they had cola and she was handing it out. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, cause I've had those before on ultras, you know, some, it's like some Coke and it just kind of settles your stomach or settles my stomach a little mm-hmm. bit. Like just cause it's carbonated, I guess. I don't know. So she was handing it out. And I'm like, thank God that she's right. She's there. So I went to grab it and she's like, this is cola, you know, like I guess making sure that I didn't think it was like water. And I'm like, okay, you know, so I, I grabbed it, I drank it. And then my stomach settled, um, pretty much after that. Like oh, I felt okay. a tiny little bit of cramping like here and there, but nothing major. So I was just like, oh man, I'm like, I don't want to like be puking my guts out for like the next 10 miles, you know, right. like that's just going to, that's just going to really suck. So that settled my stomach. I still felt a tiny bit of cramping. Like every time I drink something, I have no idea why, you know, I never ended up getting sick. Um, yeah, I felt fine. Like afterwards, like I ate later that day, no problem. Um, but even like post race, like I, I tried to drink a lot and then I was like hungry, but then like when I'd look at food, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want it. So, you know, so that's how like I took the slice of pizza, but didn't end up eating it for a while. Cause I like my stomach kind of had to settle. So I don't know what happened with that. Um, but that's the first time that ever happened. They did have, um, had like a like some little basketball hoops at one point on course that's right yeah where they you, they had little they actually had a, a station before that with like little footballs and i didn't understand what was going on i'm like i don't understand what's going on like why are people why do people have like little footballs and they're throwing it at runners like i don't i don't i'm like am i supposed to carry that the rest of the way <laughs> you know, so i didn't understand it but then a few miles later they actually had the same thing going on with 
um, with basketballs, and it was basically they'd hand you like a li- one of those little miniature basketballs, mm-hmm. and then you'd it wouldn't stop running. You would just keep right. going, and then just try to like shoot it like on the other side. So I was like, okay, you know, like when am I ever going to get to to do that? So I missed, but not by much. Um, I, let me just interject. I think that's really cool, and I was super jealous because that seems like something fun to just randomly do during a race. Um, yeah, and for a second so. I'm like, maybe I should loop back around and try again, <laughs> like just because. And I'm like, okay, no, that's just gonna <laughs> delay my finish. <laughs> like, I just want to get this done. Uh, around mile 18, I think it was, they had a lot of like motivational signs just kind of staked um, on the side of the road there. So that was pretty cool. It's always nice to have something to kind of distract you. So just kind of reading them. So uh, one of them, I'll just read a couple because they like post, somebody posted some some of these. So one is, I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. I'm telling you it's going to be worth it. And that's from Art Williams. Um, never say never because limits like fears are often just an illusion. That's from Michael Jordan. The human spirit is indomitable, and that's from Roger Bannister. So just different things like that. So it's always, I mean, first of all, it's motivating, so that's nice. And then I always kind of appreciate, like, something else to read or look at or, you know, at certain points of the race to kind of just distract you a little bit. So that was appreciated. They did have uh, two gel stations on course for the marathon. And, of course, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of other random food and snacks and that sort of thing. Um, they had cold towels at one point on the course. It wasn't It wasn't hot. I mean, it started warming up a little bit, but not hot by any means. But it just it feels so good to be able to like get a cold towel, wipe your face down a little bit. Um, so definitely did that. And then soon after that, they actually had a showers is what they call them. Um, that was like mile 20 something uh, where somebody was holding like uh, like a hose, like just in like shower mode or whatever you call it. Um, and then it was, you know, up to you if you wanted to, to kind of run through there. So I did felt pretty good. But then I realized my shoes were kind of sloshy after that. So I didn't think that one through. Um, but it felt really good. Uh, yeah. And then just kind of coming through the finish swine, um, towards the very end, I'd say maybe the last quarter of a mile, we kind of met up a little bit with like the half marathon. Would you say it's about that? Yeah. Or I, I didn't really pay attention to where that happened. I guess I yeah. almost didn't even notice it. So and what is, there was really no, there wasn't oh, a ton of necessary. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and by meetup, I mean, we're not like we're on one side of the street. The marathoners are on one side of the street. Half marathoners on the other side of the street, so you're not like still intermingling, mm-hmm. but you're running through like the same part. Um, and I was, I mean, by that point, it's like probably about four four hours. Um, I was pretty surprised at how many, um, like how how busy the half marathon side mm-hmm. was. Like there was tons of people, and I was like, wow, like there's just, I mean, that should have been my first sign that there's just a lot of people doing the half marathon right. to begin with. So, I mean, at that point, you know, the the people were, you know, were walking at that point, you know, and walking the marathon. But I was just, I mean, the half marathon, but I was just surprised how many people were coming through. So. Yeah, um, came through the finish swine, and like you mentioned, you got the medal, got the soda or soda. See, I want soda now. Um, didn't have soda, so <laughs> got water, got food, <laughs> got the pizza, and yeah, and then everything else we talked about. Yeah. So, yep. That's all. Oh, not specific to my race, but just something that we noticed afterwards or talked about afterwards, and that I see a lot of people kind of commenting about is. Um, the race photographers, mm-hmm. I think it was marathon photo. I oh, think, yeah. um, they really weren't out, out there. there much. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, they send you the email several days later, like, Oh, your photos are up and that sort of thing. So I'm like, okay, let me see what I have. Not that I, not with any intention to buy them. So I had two photos and it was literally like in the same spot, just like one right after the other, which that's the first time I think I've ever had that happen. where like, that's all I have mm-hmm. through like marathon photo. Um, and then I have to get the ma- the emails again where it's like, oh, we have new photos of you, right? So I'd go, no, still the same two photos. I think I've gotten like two or three emails like that. Like, oh, we've uploaded new photos of you. And then I look and it's like, no, two photos. But it seems like that's not, it's not just me. I think a lot of people were, were talking about that where 
there just wasn't that many photos. photos. So yeah, found that a little bit surprising. Not that I'm going to buy any, but no, I mean, but I can see like if this is somebody's like first marathon right. or whatever it may be, and and usually they, get, they have like one photo on course, and that's their only option. Big races with marathon photo, there's usually you know you'll check and there's there's you know 25 photos of yourself. You know, I mean, yeah. 22 of them are horrible, but right, um, but there's yeah. usually like you know a bunch. So yep, I mean, and I I think um, they've kind of made it a standard thing now where they send you an email like a day or two or a couple of days before your event where, oh, you can buy like this package ahead of your event for like a discount. So I was just thinking like if, I I mean, not that I had any intention of doing that, but if somebody bought that and then they have like two Two. photos, oh my gosh. That's a huge waste of money. I would have been really upset. So anyways, that was just the other random thing I wanted to mention. All right. Congrats. Good race. Thanks. Um, You too. Thanks. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) despite your your ankle yeah i got a pr right with a mile and then i guess you know for the half marathon a a new record for my slowest there you go just setting records left and right this that that weekend um so yeah i mean after that was basically get food back to the hotel unfortunately i had to be back at work on monday um and so we were actually flying out on sunday kind of post race Mm -hmm. um i do want to get we we stayed at the hyatt hotel which is mainly because of its location like i said in the area where it was at basically almost next door to the expo and you just walked to all the events um I, I don't know if we booked it through the race whatever but it was we, guaranteed yeah we um, did through the race website yeah um guaranteed 2 p.m checkout so it's kind of nice um look into that if you're going to do the race because then at least if you got to leave that day you don't have to worry about asking for a late checkout or worrying about like oh i gotta get back to my hotel at 11 or 12 or whatever they make it so that made it convenient but um yeah we flew out that afternoon unfortunately not a direct flight and our flight out of since yeah, our flight out of Cincy was delayed, and we had to go through Houston, and that was delayed, and, and so it made for a really long day. So we got um, back on Monday. <laughs> yeah, we basically yeah. got back Monday. Yeah, um, like like super early morning. Yeah, so a, a super tough day, I know, tougher for you because you did the full, so. Um, yeah, my legs were pretty pretty tired, like standing in the in the, the queue to like board. Uh-huh. Like my legs were just achy. Like I'm like, I just need to sit down. Please, can I just sit down? <laughs> well, it was funny because we were in Houston trying to waiting to board our plane and we're all standing around, standing around, standing around and like, Oh, nope. we got to change planes because there's something wrong with the plane, which yeah. delayed. And so we all had to walk across the airport and go stand in another line. And, um, yeah, fun times travel us air travel, I guess. Yeah. Is what it is. So, yep. um, but yeah, finally made it home kind of tired from the weekend. Um, before we kind of wrap it up, I do want to give a huge shout out to, uh, to Forbes, Heidi, Paul, mm-hmm. Lillian. Um, those are the people we got to talk to, hang out with, um several times over the weekend it's yeah, kind of nice everybody's yeah. doing lots of races you actually keep running into people um i know there were some listeners out there who didn't get a chance to see um i know i think it was steve saw me but he had to decide whether to come say hi to me or wait for his wife so he made the right decision and made state for his wife yeah yeah please yeah good please call. always make that decision right good call <laughs> i don't want to get blamed for everything but um yeah for, for you guys it was definitely um a lot of fun meeting you and hanging out um forbes was actually uh, a big part of the reason we went out there and talking us into doing the race and he was also the best dressed um runner out there because um, <laughs> he was wearing his embrace running shirt so yep. um, he definitely gets the title of best dressed runner and I-, I think he had some good races so I'm-, I'm gonna have to give full credit to the shirt um i agree for that it was I, a shirt you know i mean there's no scientific proof of that but um that's 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 what i'm going with um 
So yeah, so uh, sum it up, final words. What do you want to say? Um, I, I will go first. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that uh, sounds volunteer good. Volunteer myself. Um, I actually had a really fun weekend. Um, I really I thought Cincinnati was a pretty cool place to visit. Um, yeah, I think one night they had a uh, salsa dancing in the park. Um, yeah, it's also Cinco de Mayo over the weekend too. Right, um, but I think that salsa dancing yeah, had nothing separate. actually yeah. to do with the Cinco de Mayo. Um, so. So like the park right there near the hotel, they had salsa dancing one night. So we went out there and hang out, which was cool. And then another day, there's like there was Cinco de Mayo and all kinds of food and and stuff. Yeah. So that was cool. And, um, and that was over there. I think it was Fountain Square, which is yes, short walk. I was yeah. trying to remember. I'm like the name. park. Yeah, yeah. Park, so just Fountain Square. Yeah. So yeah, they had like salsa dancing like Thursday, which happened to be walking by, and we're like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. And then big Cinco de Mayo festivities over the weekend. So. And a great little place to get some ice cream mm. there. More um, Charmin bears, by the way, at that single the mile celebration. <laughs> and they were giving away more. They were giving PNG away more PNG stuff. Too, but... Yeah. So I actually, I actually got like a toothbrush and some floss because <laughs> you could always we, use toothbrush yeah, and some floss. With, um, so yes, I did take some there too. Hey, it was yeah, open to the public. I didn't, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was very difficult. Um, as we kind of alluded to, like packing everything to come home yes. was kind of like putting together Tetris puzzles. And it was. actually, I had one of those foldable backpacks that I took, kind of packed away on the way there, and back it came full of shirts and blankets and mm-hmm. stuff actually i think i was carrying my blanket onto the plane oh you were yeah you yeah. were yep but but i digress there um anyway so fun weekend yeah so fun yeah. weekend um <laughs> I, I really liked the challenge um it was cool kind of being there on the 20th anniversary of the race uh, i do think i liked the sum of the races more than i necessarily liked the individual race okay um like, so, if, so if somebody is like doing this, you would recommend doing like the ch- some sort of challenge I say versus for sure like do the challenge, versus but... like um just I'm just here to do the half marathon yes. or just here to do I don't know the 10k or yes. whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay, if I was gonna go back, I would for sure go back and run the challenge. I don't even know that I would run the full, but um because that's a lot of running, <laughs> <laughs> and I've already like done a lot of it. So I, I think if I was going back, I would do exactly what I did because mm-hmm. um, I actually did enjoy. Like I said, not a big fan of one mile races, but since I'm already there and you know, you walk to the hotel and it's yeah, you could try for a new PR. Like it's well, <laughs> well, if I go back healthy, I could actually get legitimate PRs. But um, yeah, I, I liked the sum of it more than I necessarily liked the individual parts. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yep. Um, so I didn't necessarily like think the half was like, oh, this is the greatest half in the world. But I think altogether, I was like, oh, this is a really cool challenge and a really cool weekend. And I thought Cincinnati was fun and the people were cool and um, got to meet and say hi to lots of different people. I know like on the mile, there was like, there's this whole crew from Colorado in front of us, which is kind of funny because we're going to be there soon. Um, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I'm going to be there for that one. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of my overall impressions of the weekend. I mean, it's 20 years running. I think it's pretty... Uh, a pretty well-oiled machine and you know everything's pretty organized and you do get a lot of perks and you know i thought the bling was cool the shirts are cool kind of a lot of extra added stuff so um, getting a blanket is cool getting a jacket for finishing the marathon is cool which is funny because we haven't actually opened up the blanket to see what that it actually true. looks like but yeah i'm actually a little scared to open that. it up and then not be able to fold it again, well that's so. why we didn't do it there because i'm like hey yeah. we have to put that on the plane don't open it you know yeah. might not be able to pack <laughs> it back up so um yeah i think i think that's the the gist of my weekend um, what do you kind of want to say overall to finish it off? Yeah, I mean, I would say like the, the whole weekend, um, you know, just like you said, like the whole challenge and everything was a lot of fun. I think kind of having like the running events on multiple days is fun. Um, like post-race stuff is, is fun. Seeing people, meeting up people that we've kind of just talked to through like, um, you know, social media or emails through the mm-hmm. podcast is always fun to do. And it was fun that we actually got to see people multiple times. Um, 
share some meals with some people. That's that's always fun. Um, and but yeah, I think I think I'm I'm in the same boat as you are in terms of I enjoyed the challenge, even though it included a marathon, which right. always sucks a little bit. You know, just any <laughs> to me, any marathon like sucks a little bit at some point. Um, but I think I like the challenge overall more so than like the individual races. So I completely agree. If we went back, I think I would actually do the three way. Um, so I would do exactly what with you did. Extra cheese? Yeah, with extra okay. cheese. So I think I'd do exactly what you did um, because I've already done the marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as far as the, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I think as far as the course goes, it wasn't like to me, it wasn't like amazing where I feel like, oh, I want to do that marathon course again. Um, so I'd be a little interested to just kind of see those last miles of the half marathon because they're different. Um, and plus it's just less running, you know, so maybe I'd get to enjoy the weekend a little bit more mm-hmm. um, having, you know, just doing the half marathon. But I think I would definitely want to do the challenge again versus like just go out there and do one race, right. one distance. So and that's, that's what I would recommend for other people. So, yeah, but I think it's, it's, it seems like the, there's the people that are there for the events or, I mean, just like really into it and yeah, it's just like, it's like all encompassing yeah. for the whole, the whole weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I think I was saying over the weekend, I'm, I'm tentatively like in pencil putting down to go back maybe for their 25th anniversary. Right. So in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe in five years, go back and just do, like three I said, I'll probably do the three way with, with cheese again. Um, but don't then... you want to shoot the basketballs? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to run 26 miles just so just I can shoot basketball. basketball. That, yeah, you that's do. A ridiculous. Come on. But, what about um, getting that cola at like mile uh, 18? No, I, can, I can bring my own cola. Okay. But um, Which I'm saying cola because it specifically was not Coke, by the okay. way. I looked for Coke and like nobody had Coke. But yeah. To, Even post-race. To go back for the 25th seems right now seems like, I mean, ask me in six months. I don't know. Um, right now seems like a cool idea. Um, I'd like to go there on a little healthier Maybe what I'd like to do is explore the city a little bit more. Um, yeah, actually, I'd be interested in that because really... there's a couple things we want to check out that just we didn't get to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a pretty easy place. You know, to travel to. Yeah. That's one of my big things. It's like I hate renting a car when I got to go somewhere and um, I drive so much at home. I don't want to go somewhere and drive. So right. like if I could just avoid car rentals and short trips and to the airport, make it easy. And so. Um, that's always a perk, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So to explore around. I also think it's actually pretty good. Um place to kind of go with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. because of the challenge because you're running a race yeah. and then you you know check in after and you know um yeah so i was like, like meet uh, up for meals and yeah. stuff like that i was then... already thinking of a couple people i'm like oh, i'm gonna drag these people out from california and just go out there and you know hang out um hang out all week run and hang out and you know yeah i mean and there's other things so. to do like you can catch a reds game um there's one yes. that particular weekend i don't know if there's necessarily one every time that there's like flying pig weekend and actually i think we we either get a discount or a free ticket to like one of two reds games right. but it's not i mean yeah so if you're not, local that's yeah, cool right we're not um, in town during those games so and they had that like this particular year they also had like a Cirque du Soleil show that mm-hmm. was like within walking distance so there's other stuff you can check out if you want to so. yeah we didn't mention but some of the course's stuff was kind of different than past years right um, because there was a bunch of other events going on and the one in ran- the area the one random thing is kind of being in that Cincinnati area like what the hell like so little traffic I was this yeah where are all the weird. cars even on Friday city. even on Friday night I mean there was some traffic that we randomly saw but, but not really but for Friday night for like races and um circ being in town and then there was a reds game and i'm like there should be way more traffic right um i was actually kind of joking because when we were walking to i forgot what race it was somebody just like pulled up and like parked basically two like, blocks no from issue. the race. Just, <laughs> it's like, like done i don't know yeah. we do a race in san francisco and it's like you gotta park on the other side of san francisco and you better be there like an hour before <laughs> if not more yeah. right so um 
yeah so we got long-winded there at the end with randomness yeah. but um, yeah yeah that was it so fun weekend mm-hmm. recommend it uh, you know obviously if it, it's easier if you're in that part of the country or if you're coming from the east coast or the west coast it's right. a little bit longer but um yeah fun times mm-hmm. glad we did it yep agreed all right um i think that's basically gonna do it for this week um if you think of anything we missed we'll mention it on the next yeah because I'm, I'm you know well, I'm sure we'll think of something. It was a long we... weekend and lots of races, so I'm sure we skipped over stuff. So we'll throw it in on the next one, which should be a more normal episode. But we'll also include a recap because this weekend we're actually heading out to Denver, Colorado to run the Colfax Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting running at a... It's like 5,000 feet, sure. I think, or yeah, something let's, like that. Let's, yeah. not, let's not discuss that. Oh, okay. I might talk myself out of it. So Nah. <laughs> All right. Uh... That's it for Pigs Flying. The website for the podcast is EmbraceRunning.com. You could find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash EmbraceRunning. Send us any comments, questions, or feedback at feedback at EmbraceRunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223. If you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes. So until next time, Embrace Running. <laughs>